que hay que esperar El tiempo que sea ni lo vamos a contar Solo quiero ver que algo pasará Tú solo dime que yo ando ready y te llego allá Llévame contigo hasta las nubes Mientras bajando la vibra sube Dime qué vamos a hacer Dime qué vamos a hacer Oye papi, más cerquita, nada es pena que se quita Tu sonrisa es mi favorita, baby Tu pelo, tu olor y esos besos como tú ninguna Me llevo a la luna, yeah Tu pelo, tu olor y esos besos program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, is that not the truth or what? Should we start off with kissy kissy today because it's Valentine's Day? Well, anyways, I don't know. Maybe we should. Maybe we shouldn't. Who the hell knows how we should start? Anyways, today's Monday, February the 14th of 2022. Uh, yeah, it is day 45 of the year and only 320 days left to go. So how was it for you last night? How was your weekend? How did you um go around and do the things? Did you stay up and watch the Super Bowl? Did you enjoy the game? Were you so excited by the most electric man in sports and entertainment that you felt like you were ready to run through a wall after you heard the introduction from The Rock? Um, how did you feel about the halftime show? You know, a lot of stuff to think about if you did watch the game. If you didn't, you have no clue what I'm talking about, and I would ignore it. But overall, what did you think of the game? Well, that's good to know. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. And then, of course, we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues that we are always, 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 always doing stuff with. Radio. Oh, yes, hanging out with our friends at Radio Big Jot FM, where we can do our move and groove of things. So, anyways, I hope everything is good with you. Let's get talking to what is going on according to what was trending over the weekend. Uh, so, let's go from there. Saturday, Global Movie Day was trending. Sunday was National Cheddar Day and National Pork Rind Day, which also lands on the day of the Super Bowl, which also lands on the day right before, um, let's see, Valentine's Day, which I don't know if that's really a good combination 
of things that you want to be uh, taking before such an important day, such as the day of today. Anyway, Super Bowl, um, hashtag Super Bowl, Rams versus the Bengals um, were on trending on Sunday as fans prepared to cook, baked, and gather to watch the Super Bowl 56. By the way, I kept on seeing things where people were excited about the Bengals, um, not the Bengals. And I was kept on wondering, did they realize that the Bengals watch like an, walk like an Egyptian and the Bengals were actually a football team? I mean, I was kind of wondering if people knew. Anyways, hashtag Puppy Bowl landed on Twitter's top 10 Sunday as the adorable show of adoptable dogs were kicked off on Animal Planet. Kanye was trending over the weekend, um, as you are probably right now. Um, hashtag Trump was right was trending on was trending on uh, yesterday. So we'll talk about why that was trending if we get into the swampy swamp. And Twitter users raved about Super Bowl um, halftime show. Many referred to Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Snoop Dogg as the new Avengers. Other called the performance iconic, phenomenal, and the best show ever. The best show ever. I mean, that's a that's a that's a pretty big thing to live up to. Think about that. Best show ever. And think about the things that you have seen on the actual Super Bowl. And I mean, of course, probably one of the first things that come to mind is Nipplegate. When uh, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson was on there back many, 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 many moons ago. Uh, so there you go. You know, I still remember when that occurred, when it was like such a huge ordeal of it happening and people offended and all that kind of fun stuff. I think everything happened so quickly that you almost had to pause the thing to realize what was going on, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so that's the thing. Anyway, so let's start talking right away about what is going on inside of the world of the news. We're going to kind of go through a lot of things today as we are hanging and banging and doing all that kind of fun stuff. So we'll give you a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, and a little bit of that as we're going to go through it. So I want to bring in the people from Feature Story News for them to give you some news stories, of course. I'm also going to bring in our new correspondents to get in there and tell you some things as well. So we'll have some other things kind of jumping around. So if you're new to the show, it kind of goes in this format. Professional broadcasters come in, they'll talk about what's going on, um, and then I jump in, and then I tell you what I'm thinking that's going on, and then we'll go from there and around and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and then before I forget, because, you know, I don't want to, uh, just in case if you did not know, here is our newest ebook that has come out. The psychology of sexuality, um, what turns us off, on, and why. It's the newest ebook that we do have available. If you have not downloaded it yet, it is available at safetyfmplus.com. That's safetyfmplus.com. And what I will do is I will put the QR code right there. I'll put it right there off to the little corn corn um, over here on the corner. If you're on the screen, if you're not, just go to safetyfmplus.com and you can download it there under the downloadable content if you're looking to do so. Anyways, let's get you to my friends at Feature Story News before we bring in the other correspondents um, for them to tell you exactly what is going on. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Downing Street says the crisis on Ukraine's border has reached a critical juncture and Russia could invade at any moment. But officials say they think there is a window of opportunity for de-escalation. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson's due to hold fresh talks with world leaders before a trip to Europe this week. And The Guardian's defence editor Dan Sabag says German Chancellor Olaf Scholz will travel to Moscow on Tuesday. 
He's supposed to go and meet Vladimir Putin. And it feels like at the moment, you know, with the situation as, as tense as it, as it is on the borders of Ukraine, this feels like a sort of critical moment. And I think perhaps one last chance for a sort of a diplomatic effort just to yeah. calm things down and persuade President Putin not to invade. Figure skater Kamila Valieva can compete at the Winter Olympics after a ruling at the Court of Arbitration for Sport. Cass says no provisional suspension should be imposed on the 15-year-old after a failed drugs test. A bridge linking the US and Canada has reopened after police cleared a blockade. Protesters demanding an end to COVID-19 vaccine mandates have shut down the border crossing for several days. William Denslow reports from Ottawa. On Sunday morning, Windsor Police announced there'd be zero tolerance for illegal activity and arrests followed throughout the day. Demonstrators have now been cleared from the bridge and Windsor's Mayor Drew Dilkins has announced that the economic crisis at the Ambassador Bridge has come to an end. This border crossing accounts for around $300 million worth of trade between the US and Canada each day and is especially crucial for automakers. Protesters in the nation's capital show no signs of ending their blockade of downtown Ottawa outside of Parliament. William Denslow, Ottawa. Three states in India are holding elections in what's being called a referendum on Prime Minister Narendra Modi's popularity. The BJP party is in power in all three states, but regional players are putting up a fight to unseat incumbents, as Ishan Gurg reports from New Delhi. Analysts say the second phase of the election is crucial for regional parties who are hoping to secure the votes of minorities and lower income groups. Two smaller states, the coastal state of Goa and the Himalayan state of Uttarakhand, will also vote today. If BJP loses the three states, analysts say it could make it difficult for Prime Minister Narendra Modi to secure a third term in 2024. While economic issues such as jobs and inflation top the agenda for many voters, polarisation along religious lines is also expected to play a large role. Ruling BJP's ethno-nationalistic agenda appeals to many, but rival parties hope to win by promising social security. The UK's tax body, HMRC, seized three non-fungible tokens as part of an investigation into suspected fraud involving dozens of claimed fake companies. HMRC says three people have been arrested on suspicion of attempting to defraud the organisation. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. The new Super Bowl champions are headed to the happiest place on earth today. The Los Angeles Rams will celebrate their victory over the Bengals at Disneyland. MVP Cooper Cup was featured in the traditional Disneyland commercial after the game. One person is hospitalized following a car-to-car shooting at an intersection where people were celebrating the Rams Super Bowl championship in East Los Angeles. The shooting happened around 8.30 last night. The victim's condition and motive for the shooting are not clear. The LAPD declared an unlawful assembly after a massive crowd gathered at another intersection in downtown L.A. and shot fireworks into the air. New developments overnight in the Ukraine crisis. The country is now demanding an urgent meeting with Russia over the buildup of troops on its borders. An official says Russia ignored a formal request to explain why it increased the number to 130,000 soldiers. Bree Jackson reports on measures taken by the Biden administration. More U.S. troops arrived in Poland Sunday in support of NATO allies. The Biden administration says it's preparing for Russia to attack while stressing U.S. soldiers will not fight in Ukraine if it does. Opening statements are expected to begin today in the Georgia hate crime case against three men who killed Ahmed Aubrey. 
Trey Thomas reports. Judge Lisa Godby Wood announced Friday she's found 64 people deemed to serve as impartial jurors. The pool will be narrowed down to 12 with four alternates. Father and son Greg and Travis McMichael and William Wrighty Bryan have already been convicted of Aubrey's murder. They've all pleaded not guilty to the federal hate crimes case. A new winter storm is threatening to hit at least 11 central states this week. Forecasters think it could move in by Wednesday, bringing heavy snow and rain. Millions of people are also being told to prepare for hail, dangerous ice on the roads, and even possible tornadoes. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know. I know. You don't. (laughs) Oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. No. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It's important to plan ahead for emergencies, like, like the storm. storm. When, when it kicked in, we had we a were plan. Separated. We, we were, were able to get in touch with each other in no time. had no idea how to find each other. The whole experience was, was the most frightening 10 hours of my life. If, if there's, there's one piece of advice I'd offer other moms, moms out there, there, it's to stay it's calm and keep to the plan. Message. Some parents plan ahead. Some don't. Make sure you know where to find your family in an emergency. Start your plan at ready.gov. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you hey let me ask you something would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 
a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, there you go. It is currently 16 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Valentine's Day. I really hope you didn't screw this up and you got everything kind of set for you. Or if you take a look at it in the fashion that I do, that this is really just a glamorized love day by the card companies, but then maybe that's a different uh, standpoint. My wife and I know where we stand with each other, so I don't really need to have one day out of the year to tell her how much I love her and care. So that's a whole other story. Anyway, so let's start talking right away about what is going on inside of the news. If you want to celebrate it, feel free on doing so. Okay, I'm just being a jerk. Okay, let's talk about what is going on inside of the world of the news. Convoys Glow Global. I don't know if you heard about this, but workers of the worldwide literally appear by uniting to defend their rights to protest unjust working conditions and leftist government of the world, of the world that couldn't be more furious. I don't know. I'm just telling you what she wrote. Okay, in, in Canada, truckers shut down multiple border crossings between the United States and Canada over the weekend. The Ambassador Bridge connecting Detroit and Canada um, was entirely blockaded, um, as well as another nearby in the area. Crossing in Montana and North Dakota were also blocked. A fifth group has um, gridlocked the border crossing in the Pacific Northwest near Vancouver and Northwest Washington State. Police began making arrests and towing vehicles at the Ambassador Bridge on Sunday, effectively allowing traffic to resume. All About the Money online donation platform GiveSendGo announced over the weekend that the funds for the truckers are not actually frozen, noting that the, um, that the Canadian government has, not, has no jurisdiction over American companies. Gibson Go is working with many different campaign organizers to find the most effective legal ways to continue funds flowing. They also said in a tweet, the truckers have now raised over $9 million on Give, Send, Go. Duh. Uh, so let's see. Mean, meanwhile, a poll published in the Canada National Post showed that 16% of Canadians would vote for Prime Minister Justin Trudeau based on how he has handled the convoys. And I said, would, just in case we're clear here. Um, arrest the pastors, Polish immigrants, and Canadian author uh, Palowski. Author Palowski uh, has now been arrested in times by the Canadian brown shirts, his crimes opening his church and not requiring masks despite gathering and masking bans. By the way, Mike Lindell, the guy from My Pillow, has donated thousands of pillows to the truckers camped out um, out on the streets of Ottawa. Just some, some little FYI there. Um, in Austria, a convoy rolled into Vienna on Friday and greeted by thousands of anti-mandated protesters. Demonstration persisted through the weekend. In Australia, not to be confused with Austria, just in case, um, while truckers um, symbolically take take onto the street and tens of thousands of protesters gathered in front of the Australia legislature throughout the weekend to protest the country's ongoing uh, draconic uh, COVID mitigation efforts. In Paris, police have pulled out the stops 
to prevent similar gridlocks in Paris. This includes tank-style trucks um, affixed to the plows of uh, pushing pushing vehicles out of the way. Viral videos from the weekend show that um, police smashing the windows of drivers who refuse to get out of their car. In the Netherlands, several um, hundreds of vehicles gridlocked the Hagi city center over the weekend. In Jerusalem, a truck protest is expected to convene today. In Scandinavia, Norway, Sweden, and Denmark have now fully repealed all restrictions. In South Korea, no protests. In fact, there's a 99% compliance race with mass mandate. Cases are up to 2,000 since the introduction of the vaccine. So isn't that a lot? (laughs) Wow, that was a lot of stuff of things that are going on. And we kind of spoke about this last week. I mean, I want you to think about it for just a brief moment. We talked about that at some point, you would probably see more and more people doing the exact same thing about the truck convoys. I mean, it was just one of those things that we said, hey, take a look-see, look-see here, because this is probably what's going to happen next. And voila, just like that, that is what happened next. So how do you feel about it? And if this came to a town near you, how would you feel? So let's let's just talk about this for just a brief moment. And just to kind of give some retrospective ideas um, just from one side to the other. Imagine you are trying to get out of the neighborhood that you live in. And there is a convoy that is there. Just using this as a, as a, as a very, very, very small example. And you can't get out. What's the feeling? How do you feel about it? I'm just asking. I mean, I'm just asking the question on how, what is your general thought process of now you're kind of stuck like Chuck and you can't move. I want you to feel that level of uncomfort that's going on right there and what people would actually think right away. I mean, I don't know. That's that's the interesting part. That's the interesting part um, to, to think about. So I don't know. A lot of stuff to think about when it comes to this. Are you thinking about it from one way? Are you thinking about it from another? Do you agree, disagree, and all that kind of stuff? I don't know. The only person that could truly answer that question is you. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Radio R Safety Show. Okay, the CEO of Moderna sold almost $2 billion in company stock in recent days. The company co-founder also dropped hundreds of millions of stock. Worth noting, it's only a fraction of their holding, but it's weird that Moderna CEO also deleted his Twitter account last week, too. Meanwhile, Pfizer has withdrawn its application to get the COVID um, shots approved for kids under five in the United States. And in India, it has withdrawn the the emergency use application entirely after the country's regulators demanded a local safety efficacy um, study. Worth asking why. It gets worth for the forthcoming earning reports released last week. Pfizer... um, Buried deep the quarterly risk assessment fears of the pandemic that will end in the section titled Risk Related to Our Business, Industry, and Operation of Business Development. The company notes the primary business risk is the possibility that COVID-19 will diminish in severity uh, or prevalence or disappear entirely. Uh, Worth noting, Pfizer has no incentive for the pandemic to end, which I mean... You can argue both sides, for sure. I mean, you have to understand that these companies that are developing the vaccines, I mean, it's good for them because that's the way that it works. Is it good overall? Yes. From a profit and loss type of thing, yes, you can say that it's excellent for them as they're developing it. Is it bad once everything goes into place? A whole other story if it does vanish. I mean, let's just be realistic. 
And I mean, we can sit here and go, well, you feel it feels it feels like you're leaning one way or the other. It's not a lean type of thing. It's really just a conversation piece of, hey, this is what's going on. And we just had to come to the reality of this is good and this is bad, depending on where you stand. Just the reality side of the whole thing. I feel like I'm going to be apologizing uh, quite a bit today in regards of, well, I said it. So now I have to deal with it and all that other kind of stuff. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. So before I get too far in the lingo and the bingo, I think maybe it's time to bring in some Johnny Smalls with a Market Beat Minute. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Monday, February 14th, 2022. The market correction took on a new tone last week after a much hotter than expected CPI report. The Consumer Price Index rose by 0.6% from last month and 7.5% from last year to set the fastest pace of price increases in four decades. The news compounds other data that points to aggressive interest rate hikes from the FOMC. The odds of at least two 25 basis point hikes have risen to near 75% for the March meeting, up significantly from an expectation of no rate hikes in March just a month or two ago. This week will bring a raft of economic data, including retail sales and the PPI. Retail sales are expected to increase on a year-over-year basis. But much, if not all, of the increase will be due to inflation. The risk is that consumer activity is on the decline due to rising prices and may come in short of expectations. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one and exactly what is going on inside of that world, because that's always important stuff. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things that are going around out there. Astronomers have um, been keeping an eye on a on a spent rocket stage that has been in the course of the impact of the moon in early March. Um, it had previously been uh, believed that the SpaceX Falcon 9 second stage, now researchers think that it's more likely like a Chinese rocket that launched back in 2014. Either way, it's, its orbit stay on the course. It will be the first piece of space junk to unintentionally impact the lunar surface. So there you go. So listen to this. It turns out the government preschools are a bad idea. NPR reports that um, a, a year-long study of the Tennessee followed kids who accepted into a free publicly funded preschool program after third after third grade after third grade and those who um, kids who were performing worse academically from the control group and worse yet from the sixth grade marked by the lowest test scores and troubled with school administration. NPR sums up that the right that that's right. A statewide public pre-K program taught the licensed teachers housed into the public schools and had measurably a statistically significant negative effect on children in the study. Um, So there you go. So this is according to what NPR said. So that's an interesting twist on things if you really start thinking about it on how a school preschool, on how a government related preschool campaign can make it worse. By the way, if you have any comments or concerns or things you would like to say, you're more than welcome to go into callinradio.com. Yes, put it into your web browser, browser, callinradio.com. That will get you access into our little system here. That could be video phone call, well, let's see, video call, audio call, messaging, and we'll get you all the way onto this side of the plateau and then go from there. Anyway, so, and plateau means plate, just in case in Spanish, because I don't want you to think that I meant that it was plateauing, because that might be a little bit confusing. Anyway, so another story, here we go. A sweet 11-year-old girl with Down syndrome has faced bullying 
from her school in North Macedonia. Her name is Embla, and she has had to sit alone in classes since the start of the month after parents protested in the inclusion with other children. When the North Macedonian president of got the wind of Embla's disgusting treatment, uh, he talked to the girl to uh, he talked he walked the girl to school, and he also mobilized the country's education minister to ensure that she would be be part of the school. So there you go. Good to hear some things going on on that side of the woods. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. Let me give you the five top movies in the box office. Blacklight made $3.6 million. It was new uh, this week. Spider-Man No Way Home made $7.1 million. Uh, Marry Me was number three, um, and it made $8 million. Jackass Forever uh, fell to uh, fell to number two with $8.1 million. And Death of the Nile, which was new being released made 12.8 million dollars okay if you're caring um, a lot about the metal count let's give it to you after nine days of competition norway made nine gold five silver and seven bronze russia had four gold five silver and eight bronze germany has eight gold five silver one bronze austria with four gold six silver and four bronze and u.s had six gold five silver and one bronze Olympic gold Erin um, Jackson made history at the 2022 Winter Olympics with her gold medal win in the women's 500-meter speed skating event. The 29-year-old is the first black woman to win the individual medal in the event, according to the Team USA. She also is the first U.S. woman to win gold in speed skating in the Olympics in nearly 30 years. Bonnie Blair, who took home the gold back in 1994. Worth noting, Jackson was also um, able to travel to Benjamin after her teammate Brittany Bow gave her gave up her place in spot last month, qualifying event Jackson came in third at the event after slipping on the ice. So there you go, a lot of stuff going on inside of the world right now. So let's talk about this. Anyways, take a listen to this. This is breaking news right now. Let's talk about this. This information is coming in right now by Michael Kastner. Brightman worked with some of Hollywood's rising comedic stars of the late 20th century, including John Belushi, John Candy, Bill Murray, and Dan Aykroyd. He produced National Lampoon's Animal House and directed such hits as Meatballs, Ghostbusters, Stripes, and more. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Oh, the New York Times reports that Reitman's family confirmed on Sunday he died peacefully in his sleep in his Montecito, California home. Reitman was 75 years old. I'm Michael Kastner. Yeah, so Ivan Reitman has passed away. If you are a big radio fan and listen to a lot of radio and listen to probably the best man to ever do it, he was also the guy that um, decided to put his money where his mouth was and got behind, well, the movie known as Private Parts to others known as Howard Stern's private parts, just so you know. Anyway, so that's unfortunate to hear of exactly what's going on. It is currently 30 minutes past the top of the hour as we are talking on this lovely Monday. Um, Let's continue talking real quick. The NFL halftime show has fans claim best ever despite some awkward moments. Sunday's big game halftime show being labeled the best ever. Mike Bauer reports. By most accounts, that halftime show at the Big Game Sunday was incredibly well-received. The music, obviously, but that set and choreography was cool and loved by fans and viewers as well. And that's despite a guest appearance by 50 Cent, who suffered an epic lip-sync fail during his surprise performance of In the Club. (laughs) 
With fans saying things on social media like, how are you going to be in the industry for that many years and mess up your own lip sync? And he wasn't the only one with lip sync issues. Fans on social media called out Eminem for seemingly lipping to a pre-recorded track for the one song he performed, Lose Yourself. I'm Mike Bauer. So there you go. A lot of information about this. So let's talk about this because this is uh, this has been a controversy for years. And I'm not talking about, you know, the, the performance from last night. I'm talking about the lip syncing thing. So if you go back and look at a good chunk of the Super Bowl halftime shows, they are lip sync. And the reason behind it is because there's always concern that um, you could actually lose your vocal track or you could actually not get the vocal track across. And if you look at a lot of them, you'll notice that, you know, what I probably would have to wonder as, as I am talking about this is that I would want to go back and look at the time when Prince was on the halftime show because Prince says that he never did lip syncing. So I would love to see um, exactly what happened back on that day. Anyways, it is 32 minutes past the top of the hour. We are hanging with a, quite a few people this morning. Hello to the people on the Twitch side of the planet. Hello, hello, hello. And all the people that are taking a view around. And thank you for always the radio listeners as well. But I think it's time to um, go do that thing that we call our main story. So let's go from there right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So if you took a look this morning and you clicked on it based on titling, what got you excited about it um, and what didn't and all that other kind of fun stuff. But, you know, if you notice the titling, the titling said, why attempt to bring others down? So let's talk about this because it's interesting to me. It's always interesting that when we get to talk, when we get to hang, when we get to bang, we get to do all the things that you and I get to do together. Why is it that when we are having conversations, it's always such a hard time to understand what people's intent are when it comes to certain things? Why is it that we fail to really like when people are being successful? Why is it that we fail to um, acknowledge and be happy for others? And, And let me kind of not throw a blanket statement there. But why is it that it seems to be difficult for some people not to be happy for others when they are succeeding in life? I keep on asking that question because here's the fun part. You know that sometimes somebody will actually get a promotion at a job. You know that it's sometimes people will get um, promoted, moved, grooved. They'll improve their relationship, whatever you want to talk about. Let's talk about the job one in particular. This person got promoted. Automatically, there is a good chunk of people, if they're pissed off at the world, that will turn around auto, auto right away and say, well, the only reason Bobby Joe was actually the person that got moved is because he's a kiss ass or whatever you want to deem it, or he's part of the good old boy club. I don't know this. Why is it that we can't be happy for people when they are succeeding? Why is it that we want to live in, or some, not all, want to live in this misery statement of things that people are doing like why is it that we can't be happy so i bring this up and this is going to be kind of one of those weird spots um as we as i'm taking a look it's amazing to me where um some of these things go from time to time it's amazing to me on how we can't be happy for others i'll tell you as you probably are aware um a couple friends of mine very well I'll, i'll consider them friends colleagues so on over the week last week released a new book you know exactly who i'm talking about 
Um, and what I always say is that when it comes to understanding what people want and what people are looking for, the way that, you know, if you write a book, the way that people vote for it and say, hey, I'm interested in it is by where they put their money. If somebody buys your book, it's because they have an interest inside of there. But I was amazed the amount of people that were excited about the book. And then I was amazed about the few people, which kind of always the one bad apple ruins it for the bunch, go out of their way to poo-poo on what is going on. I saw things on social media that were pretty interesting to me. And, and, and the funny part is that most people wouldn't talk about this, but I'm kind of a, an asshole when it comes to certain things, so I'll talk about these things. But just going out of your way of, why would you list that you guys are doctors? Why would you list that on your book? And it was like, this is really something to die for this is something this is the sword you're going to die on you're going to list that you're a scholar on your book besides that you're friends and then oh i appreciate everything that you have but you know me being the person that studies all this stuff i have to understand uh how the book cover reads then another guy on every single post that i could find from other people he would make a comment of i was underwhelmed by the book it's all stuff that you heard before Okay, so I get what you're saying. I mean, I understand that when you write a book and it's titled the way that it's titled, it's telling you how to do the process. It's not saying, hey, this is new, um, new, the newest and greatest and blah, 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 blah. It is a continuation of a thought process. It is the beginning of something on how you move forward. And what drove me crazy about this is why do you go out of your way to go to so many different places Hey. Listen, I use my platform to give my opinions, but you're going to other people's platform to state yours. Now, if they say, hey, I'm opened up to doing that, I get it. But here's the thing. Why is it that we can't be for uh, happy for some other people's success? I never have understand that. It's kind of that whole thing when people wake up and go, Monday sucks. The weather sucks. My partner sucks. No, what really sucks is your negative mindset and the lack of self-worth and Self-love, that's what sucks. Seriously, I want you to think about that. Those are the mental models. I am always amazed on the amount of people that get pissed off about weird things. Well, I could have done that. I should have done that. I could Then do it. I've said this before on this show, and I'll say it again. The only person that I am competing with, and this should be the person that you're competing with too, is the person... That's in the mirror. And no, go put a picture of somebody else on the mirror just to throw that off. Try to be better than the person that you were yesterday. I don't get too hung up about people being successful or people doing great things in other fashion. Congratulations to them. I'm glad that they're doing so. I'm just trying to be better than the person that I was yesterday. Why is that such a difficult task to do? I don't know. That Maybe that's something to think of day in and day out. So there you go. That's what I have for you. I would normally give you some sarcastic comment of, well, what the hell do I know? But seriously, I do know. I do know that I'm trying to be better than what I was yesterday. So it really is something to think about. Anyways, it is currently 38 minutes past the, the top of the hour. We'll be back right after this. No, seriously, we really will. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. 
It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Welcome to Calvin's Barbershop. You all got to see this. I don't even want to know what you're looking at on that phone. Well, you should. I was learning about the dangers of high blood pressure and that we need to get ours checked regularly. High blood pressure can increase the risk of heart attack or stroke, but this text program can help keep it at a healthy range. Just text Barbershop to 97779 to sign up. I'll get right on it as soon as I'm done with this baby panda video. <laughs> text Barbershop to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. You know how sometimes there's plans for everything out there? You have plans of going back to the gym. You have plans on eating right. You have plans on doing a diet. You know, all those things. What if I told you that you can make a plan to stop male pattern baldness? And let me tell you how you can start this journey off right now with my friends at Keeps. All you have to do is go to the website keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S.com slash safety to receive your first month free of treatment. Keep in mind, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. So all you need to do is go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash safety to find out more and to get your plan rolling. Now keep this in mind. For a limited time, get your first month free. Claim your offer at K-E-E-P-S. That's keeps.com slash safety. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash safety. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. People been saying to your friend, get a different face. And posting on their feed, they're super ugly. The things they say to them online are cruel and they're not true. So tell your friend, I'll stand up for you. Don't worry, I know what to do. Know someone being bullied online? You can be a witness and make a difference by letting the world know it isn't cool. And by letting your friend know you care. Learn more at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. El weekend, baby, para que me certifico. Esto eres mi chiquire y siempre seré tu pique. Tomemos un selfie para que en el gran publiques. Para que los otros se le complique, baby. Que el cielo sí puede tenerte. Que el cielo sí es mejor quererte. Okay, there you go. Currently 43 past about the top of the hour. This is Te Espera. Te Esperaré. By Looney. 
This song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes. So there you go, there you go, there you go. So thanks to Looney for allowing us to play this one here on the Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, let's continue talking about all the stuff that is going on um, from the world of the news. Uh, So here we go. Let's talk about this real quick because yesterday Madden Memorial was, or there was a memorial in the Super Bowl for Madden. So let's talk about this. With the Super Bowl now behind us, the sporting world um, pauses to honor the NFL ed- legend. So let's hear what Trey Thomas reports. Hall of Fame coach and broadcaster John Madden will be memorialized this evening in the house his team called home. Against my defense! Let's start off and stay after the whole game. Now dubbed Ring Central Coliseum, the Oakland Stadium will host a public memorial for the former Raiders coach today. Tributes are planned for Madden by former Raider and coach Art Shell, broadcast partner Leslie Visser, and Madden's son Mike. I'm Trey Thomas. So there you go. Very important thing there inside of the world of the NFL on that going on. So glad to, glad to see that that's actually happening uh, for John Madden. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick about some other things going on inside of the world of the news. Three attacks on Jews in New York over the weekend. There were at least three attacks on Jewish New Yorkers over the weekend on Sunday morning in Bro Park. A driver smashed a windshield of a school bus in the Hebrew lettering on its side. There were kids on the bus at the time of the attack. No one was hurt. Members of the Orthodox Jewish community in Brooklyn say that they're having um, a hard time explaining the attack to the kids. I was just explaining, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of hate out there. Our job is to fight that hate with the love. Police have no arrest on Friday night around 1130. A man um, was uh, was viciously slapped in the in in the head during a a random attack at the weekend of the avenue l in flatbush uh there was also a clear surveillance camera of the attacker police have made no arrest the victim who um had a swelling on the face refused treatment and queens vandals wrote the f jews on the dentist office sign over the weekend police are investigating the vandalism of the hate crime last weekend there were an alleged um anti-semitic attacks in brooklyn on friday and saturday two physical attacks the nypd reports that jews are being attacked and hated crimes for more than any other group in new york city so there you go be on the lookout for that as we are talking. Um, some other things going on over the weekend. Police still searching for suspects in Justin Bieber's after party. Police are still on the hunt for whomever shot four people during the after party at Justin Bieber's concert in West Hollywood. Michael Kastner reports. Among the four victims of Saturday morning shooting is rapper Kodak Black, who was reportedly shot in the leg or foot. All four victims are in stable condition. Witnesses report hearing shots fired during a fight outside the venue. At least one suspect was seen leaving the area shortly after the shooting. I'm Michael Kastner. So a lot of stuff going on inside of the world, as you can hear there and all around. Anyways, let's start talking right away about some other things that are going on. Big, big. 
Ping Bind in Beijing. So here you go, the official mascot of Beijing's 2022 Winter Olympics. A playful panda wearing an icy shell named uh, Bing Dwen Dwen was um, a crowd favorite until started um, talking. Since the opening ceremony, Bing Dwen Dwen toys, uh, stickers, and keychains, porcelain, and other trinkets have flown off the shelf of the mascot likeness have gone viral on social media. Factories have even had to ramp up the manufacturing to meet the demand, but the mascot's popularity may have now taken a hit as fans took to the internet to express their shock that being Dwayne Dwent spoke a deep masculine voice on a program that aired last week on the state broadcast CC. TV. The commentary wrote, Bing Bing started uh, started talking as I was disillusioned. Another called voice disgusting, and they said that he couldn't um, couldn't finish watching. CCTV pulled the program from the website on Wednesday, and some users even pointed out that the Olympic mascots aren't allowed to talk under the Olympic guidelines in order to maintain general neutral issues. When I started talking, I was um, disillusioned. Um, that sounded like the last meeting of with my program director, for sure. Um, just just looked pretty, and there was nothing else. Man, I know how that feels. So think about that. So there is some uh, some areas of concern there because the mascot started talking, and it had um, a very strong uh, beaver fever type of voice when it was all said and done so i don't know how do you feel about that whole thing or do you care do you not care who knows anyways let's talk about it um ladies here's your cue to go a couple of women in the uk have raised about three hundred and thirty thousand dollars in funding uh for the county the country's first female urinal university university of bristol graduates amber probing um say that they have come up with the the flatback portable urinals called the pequel yeah, the Pequel to help deal with the long lines that they've experienced when um, they're trying to to use the new at a music festival. They say that the prequel is made of recycled sea plastic, sea plastics uh, produced by 98% less carbon than the traditional uh, portable toilets and six times faster. Now, how do they work? Well, without um, getting too graphic, let's try to describe this. The urinals uh, have uh, no doors and have um, been described as a semi-private uh, for the users uh, um, to be obscured from the waist down. Uh, so there, here we go. They're designed by either you stood or squatted. Uh, on, like if you're squatting on a boat shape, uh, minimize the splashback and, you know, you hang on to the sides. <laughs> they agree that the first woman may feel uncomfortable using it, but that eventually it will come around. There are currently 250 prequel under construction with uh, more deals with the festival operators expected in coming weeks. Um, I've been to some UK festivals, so let's say that I don't think that the ladies will have a problem with it. Um, let's just put it to you that way. And do you really want to go there? I mean, I mean, seriously, do you really want to go there? I mean, you get it? You get it? We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, and let me just tell you, it is currently 50 minutes past the top of the hour. So let me kind of tell you this way. Here's the fun part about this. So let me try to explain it in the best fashion possible. I actually do this show right now. And then I do the show that comes on right afterwards on RadioBig.fm. But I also have some level of control on what's going on on Safety FM at this current moment in time. I have a funny feeling that we are going to run late today. So I will give you that as information. Um, so if you normally base some of your work scheduling and what you're doing based on when this show ends, we're going to run late. So I'm going to let you know ahead of time because I still got a crap load of news stories 
And at some point, we have to unload them. And guess what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now. So there you go. With that being said, I think it's time to bring in Johnny Smalls and let him tell you about the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Matthew. Thomas Edison said, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. I love that. It's called perspective. If you look at things from one direction, they may look bad. But if you change your perspective, it could be good. I recently saw a chart online talking about where the USA lands on some certain topic. There were about a dozen countries listed, and the USA was dead last. But keep in mind, there were a dozen countries listed. There are over 190 countries in total. I'll bet that chart would look a lot different if all of the information was included. It was nothing more than someone showing their perspective. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AwasomeWorkOn.com. Relationships require work. So what are some of the tools that can be used according to science? When researchers studied videos of couples discussing various topics, including positive and negative, they noticed a variety of interactions. Some couples laughed, smiled, touched, and complimented each other, even during disagreements. Others rolled their eyes and became angry and defensive. From this work, a pattern emerged. The couples that stayed together showed at least five times as many positive interactions as negative ones. Other studies support the value of being kind and generous to your partner. Research from the University of Virginia's National Marriage Project studied the role of generosity of 2,870 men and women, which entailed doing small things for each other, such as making coffee for your partner, showing affection, and being willing to forgive. Couples with the highest scores on the generosity scale were far more likely to report that they were happy in their marriage. This minute was brought to you by AllSMRGAM.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Radio R Safety Show. I know, don't ask. Don't even ask. I don't even know what to tell you. Seriously. Anyway, so there you go. 53 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely, lovely, lovely Monday. Anyways, let's start talking about some other things that are going on inside of this world of ours. Here is the most important thing that I will tell you today. That is for sure. Let me tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or you have lost a loved one, hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to AFSP.org. That is AFSP.org or call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 741 741- 741. So there you go. A lot of information going on right there. Anyways, if you're still looking around trying to figure out what the hell that QR code that's over there on the corner, if you're watching on the video streamer, it is to our newest book, our newest book that is readily available for you. No, seriously, readily available for you. The Psychology of Sexuality. By the way, I screwed up on last episode and called it The Psychology of Safety, which please, I I hope you didn't mix those two up. Uh, so there you go. It is readily available on 
safetyfmplus.com, safetyfmplus.com. If you want to take a little readsy readsy of it, QR code's right there. If you want to take a gander, if you have not done so already. Anyways, let's talk about some other things going on inside of the world of the news real quick, because that is always important. So today is Valentine's Day. So let's talk about it. According to a survey by savings.com, men love receiving flowers for Valentine's Day more than women. Um, here's the breakdown for men. Their favorite gifts to receive are flowers by 47%, chocolates at 45%, and spa slash massages at 45%. Women's favorites are chocolate sweets at 34%, uh, sexy games and toys. I'm not even going to ask what that means at 23%, uh, and jewelry at 21%. 77% of men say uh, they plan to um, give gifts on Valentine's Day, but only 42% expect to receive one. Married couples are less likely to participate in Valentine's gift giving um, and then the unmarried couples in romantic relationships. On average, Valentine's gifts givers expect to spend around $82. Really? $82? I think you're getting out safe there. Uh, let's see. Both men, and, both men and women say that balloons are the most hated gifts to receive on Valentine's Day. Whoops. Um, Valentine's Day is the least popular on major holidays, although 10% say that they like to receive the occasion, the occasional, uh, on the occasion more than Christmas. And the favorite holiday in others are the are Christmas, Thanksgiving, Mother's Days, New Year's, Halloween, Father's Day, Labor Day, with Valentine's coming in last, unless you're a florist, then you love it. Um, I mean, I will tell you, a lot of people like celebrating Valentine's Day. I like celebrating February the 15th. Because I know that the mass majority of the chocolate um, that people did not buy will be readily available um, to go for for purchasing purposes and all that kind of fun stuff. So why would I want to turn that down? So there you go. There you go. There you go. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. And I think, are are we going to talk about it? I think we're going to talk about it. So we spoke about Donald Trump at the very beginning of this. So let's talk about this. Um, An independent government investigation was uh, formally accused of operatives, uh, Hillary Clinton presidential campaign of spying on President Trump Um, in this this is not an indictment yet, just but just another result of Prosecutor John Durham, years along independent investigation of the Clinton's election interference. I don't know what this is talking about here. Uh, what else? The government also alleges that there's not only, there not only were the Clinton's operatives monitoring the computers in the Trump Tower, but also the executive office of the president of the United States. Meanwhile, official government communicates um, there has been in the office. In the response to the Trump reports, Trump issued a statement in all caps says they spied on the president of the United States. Worth noting, uh, this report is also astonishing, revealing that it validates on um, what has been dismissed as many uh, as by many. But CNN's top headline Sunday morning was about Trump's phone use habits, making things complicated for those who are investigating January the 6th. So a lot of stuff going on there as we are talking. Anyways, let's go into some other stuff real quick. Matter of fact, hold on. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, let's continue talking. The winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing, Tuesday's night's drawing, will be for $53 million jackpot or a $35.1 million cash payout. So there you go. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Tonight's drawing will be for a $183 million jackpot or $122.4 million cash payout. So if you want to play the game, you're more than welcome on doing so. If you don't want to play the game, well, I guess that's your that's your prerogative as well. 
Anyways, let's continue talking real quick um, about some other things. Did you hear? Let's see. Do we want to talk about this? Uh, sure. We're talking about New York. Ex-Mayor um, Mayor Bloomberg turns 80 today. There will be a big um, celebration today for the former New York City mayor. Um, here's more information. Mike Bloomberg turns 80 today. The billionaire businessman will celebrate part of his big day, receiving a key to the city that he ran for three terms. Mayor Adams will give Bloomberg the key during a ceremony at City Hall this evening. Bloomberg was mayor of New York City from 2002 to 2013. No one laden NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, so there you go. A lot of information there. So congratulations to him on that one anyways let's continue talking about some other things uh what do we got what do we got what do we got what do we got we have a lot of stuff i mean i don't know i i'm sure i can jump around if i if we need to uh that's for sure so let's talk so i guess because we started talking about them let's start talking about some do we want to talk about birthdays or do we want to talk mostly about days that you can celebrate today? Maybe we sh- maybe we should do that. Maybe we should talk about some days that you can celebrate today um, because those are always important. Uh, so we'll talk about uh, let's talk about a combination here. So we just talked about Bloomberg turning um, turning eighty today. Uh, what else? What else? Raymond Taylor turned seventy four. He's a magician and illusionist, just in case. Simon Pegg turns fifty two. Rob Thomas, yes, that Rob Thomas from Matchbox Twenty, he turns fifty today. Daniel Guria, yeah, Daniel Guria, she turns uh, 44. Brett Dyer turns 32. Freddie Highmore turns 30. So there you go, some things that are going on inside of that world. Um, So let's talk about some days of the year that you can celebrate because they're going to be important. Today is Valentine's Day, the most widely celebrated unofficial holiday, and and I'm sure there's a few fun facts on there. Um, Today's also the Catholic Church recognizes at least three different saints um, named Valentine. Uh, whom were um, martyred one before performing secret weddings for young lovers. So there you go. Pope De- um, declares uh, Pope Pope what Jalassus declared that Valentine's Day um, for February the fourteenth uh, around four hundred and ninety eighth A.D. in part to replace the ancient Roman fertility festival. Oh. There you go. That's a festival. Um, and then it, it may come as no surprise that Valentine's Day ranks number one in terms of the most flowers sold and delivered. And I would imagine as well that um, Super Bowl has to be the most pizza delivered in one single day. I mean, one can only imagine that. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Okay, so almost half of the marriage proposals occur on Valentine's Day. That's kind of scary to know. Uh, Calling single day. So when those who not celebrating Valentine's Day are encouraged to take the day off from work and set aside for themselves, similar international as quirk, quirkly alone day, a reminder of the value of yourself, a developed individual is to celebrate the possibility of being available and single. Uh, today is also donor day. Uh, really the availability of being single i mean that's kind of that's an interesting twist to the plot there Uh, anyways donor day encouraging us to fill the organs and tissues of donations card and those to donate blood you could save a life how appreciative would those be for those of a heart also ferris wheel day celebrating the 1860th birth of george washington gail ferris Gatinsburg, Illinois, engineer who invented the Ferris wheel in 1893, Chicago's World Exposition. Uh, the original wheel measured about 250 feet in diameter and could hold about 1,000. 1,000- 
440 people. Libraries Levels Lovers Day is also another day for today, an annual salute to those people who um, love a book. And then Pet Theft Awareness Day, uh, promoting awareness of the need to be, uh, have pet protection in public. Uh, so there you go. What else? Oatmeal Monday, a holiday that has been traditional celebrating the Scottish universities from the 1600s through the late 1800s uh, for students on, on who like food and fuel on campus. And then football hangover day. It's an estimated that 14 million people will call into work sick today at the day after the big game. For reasons, many feel that the day after the Super Bowl should be declared a holiday or maybe have the Super Bowl on Saturday. But then that would also be a good reason not to miss on Monday. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? A lot of stuff there as we are talking. Um, What else do we have going on inside of the world. Anyways, New Zealand Parliament blasts Barry Manilow's music to clear protesters. Uh, New Zealand Parliament leaders got creative over the weekend as they tried to clear anti-vaccine protesters from the lawn around the Capitol building in Wellington. Michael Kastner has more information. First, they turned on the sprinklers. Then they blasted pop tracks like... And... And of course, Barry Manilow's schmaltzy 1974 hit. Wellington police were not amused. The superintendent of police called the tactic something we would have preferred did not occur. And it didn't work. The water and the songs appear to have made the demonstrators more determined not to leave. I'm Michael Kastner. Oh, there you go. The creativeness of some that are out there just to make sure that the world uh, continues moving and grooving. Uh, Anyways, four minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging. If you're kind of confused on what's going on, we're running long today on the Rated R Safety Show. So that's what's happening. That's why we're still here. Um, so just in case of what, if you weren't sure on what was going on inside of the world, uh, there anyways, let's continue talking about some other things because it's always fun to jump around and talk about what is going on inside of the world. Anyways, after nearly seven days of being shut down due to protest Canada, uh, in Canada, the ambassador bridge between Detroit and Windsor, yes, Windsor has reopened this man in Windsor doesn't think the protest is over yet however I, I believe that once this is open they're gonna re- they're gonna go down again and close it off they're gonna have more people come. The Canada Border Services Agency says that non-essential travel is not advised yet. The Detroit International Bridge Company says that that they uh, are pleased that the bridge has reopened after the emergency has been declared in Ontario and the judge of the province issued an injunction that took effect on Friday. So there you go. Uh, Let's talk about some other things. Iowa Insurance Division warns of romance scam. On this Valentine's Day, Iowa Insurance Division is warning about scammers lurking on dating apps. You know, of course, there's, there's people, honest people on there, but there could also be swindlers on these reputable dating apps. Okay, Sonia Simler uh, of Iowa Insurance Division. She says that scammers will step up fake profiles and eventually ask for a lot of money and even meet the person. She says the um, the con artists um, target all ages. Sonia Simler also says that the Iowa Insurance Division sends a word of caution about romance scams, also known as catfishing. They usually ask you for money. Usually it's something like, my child is sick and I need money. It's some kind of story to tag at your heartstrings, and it's always very important, very urgent, and they always need a large amount. Oh, it sounds like the Tinder swindler. I don't know if you've seen that one um, that's readily available 
on good old, good old, good old Netflix. So there you go. Anyways, let's continue talking. Michael Jackson Glove is off for auction. Take a listen. So there you go. Auction House Golden is hosting a thriller of an auction. Michael Jackson's white uh, crystal glove that he wore in his 1984 victory tour is currently available for bidding. The iconic piece of music history uh, last sold just for over $100 million. No, excuse me, $100,000. I was going to say it sold for $100 million. Hold on. Uh, two years ago, the starting bid is for $120,000. So hold on. How does, how does that work? Do you, take a, do you take a look at it and go, ah, it's just not cutting the mustard anymore for what I wanted to do, so it's time to sell the damn thing. I mean, I don't know. Uh, so there you go. Uh, let's talk about this real quick just for the sake of doing so. Uh, the Hollywood sign changes today to Ram's House, just in case you didn't know this. The famous Hollywood sign is celebrating a new Super Bowl champion, Trey Thomas, reports. The sign is being changed today to read Rams House. The Los Angeles Rams beat the Bengals last night in their home stadium. Wide receiver Cooper Cup made the winning touchdown with only a minute 25 left in the game and was then named MVP. The mayor says they can't wait to show off their L.A. pride. The sign will stay on display through Wednesday. I'm Trey Thomas. What kind of an undertaking do you think that thing is to change that thing out? I'm sure that's not an easy task. Um, I mean, I just, I'm just saying for the sake of saying it, because it definitely does not seem like it'd be something smooth uh, to to do um, for sure. I mean, what do you think? Or do you look at it and go, oh yes, it would be relatively smooth uh, to to cover the whole thing? I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just asking the question. You know how this goes. Um, let's see. What else do we have going on here? Let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. Uh, former shooter Nicholas Cruz shoots and kills 17 people at a majority Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida. He is arrested about uh, an hour later after shooting a near um, an, uh, after shooting in a nearby town. Cruz um, would later be charged with 17 counts of pre um, predetermined first degree murder. The killing spree is the deadliest in high school shooting in U.S., surpassing the Columbine massacre that occurred um, about 15 years prior um, to the time back in 1999. Um, back in 19 or 15 lives, excuse me, back in 1999. So there you go. What a crazy time to talk about some some very some very interesting things um, that go on from time to time inside of this world of ours. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things. We are nine minutes past the top of the hour. Just in case if you're wondering what the hell is going on here, uh, just so you know. Uh, so before we move over to uh, the Jay Allen in the Morning Show, let's do a couple more things real quick. Uh, let's talk about Super Bowl losers excuses because this will happen uh, today throughout. So let's talk about this real quick. Depressing pregame pep talk uh, by Mitch McConnell. Uh, shouldn't uh, shouldn't have had skipped breakfast. It was the most important meal of the day. Should have uh, made uh, tails over the final answer during the coin toss. This quarterback kept uh, kept looking one way and then throwing the other. I started giving about 109% instead of 110%. The ref weren't calling mass violations among the, the other teams at coaching staff. Hey, did you ever try to run around a 350 uh, tub of goo? Those big guys um, are others who kept trying to knock us down. Man, these are some terrible excuses on why things didn't go well. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so here you go real quick. If you need a random joke for today, you can die of this. You can't buy love, but you can pay heavily for it. If you need a phone starter for today, try this one. Say, I love you without using those three words. What's the, what is the best um, sicky excuse that you can come up with? Because all of you can use is Monday after the Super Bowl. If you need uh, something for the water cooler, try this one. 96% of single women say that, they're, that they hate this when it comes to Valentine's Day. What is it? Too many mushy posts on social media. If you need another one, because that one's a little bit too mushy for today, try this one. About 50% of men and women say that they would be okay with doing this on Valentine's Day. What is it? Going on a first date. I don't know. I feel like um, that uh, that that kind of pushes the thing way too much. No, seriously. Think about that for a moment. You're taking somebody out on, on a... Uh, on that kind of a date on the first time out, I don't know. I think you're put. I think you're pushing it. I think you're pushing it to its limits real quick when it comes to those kind of things. But at least that's my opinion. You're entitled to your own. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Radio Big and SafetyFM.com. Like I told you, we're going to run a little bit late today. About 15 minutes is what it looks like when it's all said and done. If I can't leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Love is an irresistible desire to be irresistibly desired. Think about that. Think about that. A lot of stuff to go on. Anyways, big week for us this week. We'll talk about that probably a little bit more tomorrow. But if you've been a follower of this show for some time, you'll know why it's a big deal. We'll talk about it and go from there. I always say it's just a number, but that's the whole other story. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Radio Big and Safety FM. We can't do what we do here without you, the most important part, and that is the listener. Think about that real quick, because without you, we really can't do what we're doing. Imagine that. What would we be doing? Anyways, if you want to come and hang out for a little bit longer, you're more than welcome on doing so. All you'll have to do is go to radiobig.fm, and we'll do some things together. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen. I know who you are. You know who I am. Duh. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. El tiempo que sea ni lo vamos a contar. Llévame contigo hasta las nubes. Entrabando la vibra sube. Dime que vamos a hacer. Dime que vamos a hacer. Cuando me dice, oye papi, más cerquita, nada es pena que se quita. Tu sonrisa es mi favorita, baby. Tu pelo, tu olor y esos besos como tú ninguna me llevo a la luna. Te espera
hacemos el weekend, baby, para que me certifiques. Tú eres mi chiquire y siempre seré tu pique. Tomemos un selfie para que en el gran publiques. Para que los otros se le complique, baby. Que el cielo sí puedo tenerte. Que el si es mejor que 